morning now couldn't be better buddy that's couldn't good. be better let's forget about the last uh 12 eh. hours or so and eh, man don't worry sweat about that that's fine friday night that's tonight get friday a night to kick tonight. back relax tomorrow Absolutely. uh nothing going on no nationally televised game for the 58th <laughs> time this season yeah that's a, that's not great right <laughs> that's not great that they keep showing up where everybody can see it like that's one of those things that I don't know about you, but when I'm having a bad day, I'd like to kind of stay in my house and not have anybody see me. And I want to hold wanna on pro- to it. I want to propose something. Okay. If you're TNT, if you have what what are like reruns that are always on on TNT? Uh, it's like Shawshank Law and Order, Law and Order, Shawshank, okay, something like that, Beastmaster. If at halftime things are not going as planned, <laughs> split the screen. <laughs> split the screen. I'm not saying get rid of the game. What I'm saying is give somebody the option to watch Law and Order. <laughs> like, are we going, like, more modern, like, SVU Law and Order? Or are we throwing it back to, like, the 80s? Like, I don't going- <laughs> know. I genuinely don't know anything about Law and Order, but I feel like it's always on. Okay, so here's the – well, it is. Here, <laughs> a weird moment, Ed. This actually happened two nights ago. It's funny you say this. That Susan says to me, she goes, hey – their law and order's back. I'm like, back? It never went any. What do you mean it's back? Like it, it it's been on since I was in like ninth grade. What do you mean it's back? And she goes, No, no, no. They're they're rebooting like the original Law and Order. It's coming back again. I said, I don't think that's right. And guess what? She was right. It's back. I, I go to the NBC on the, the direct TV, right? I find it and it's Law and Order at eight. Law and Order SVU at 9, oh my Law God. and Order Organized Crime at 10. They have a whole night of new Law and Orders. I had no idea. So it's not a bad plan. Sleep. I'm waiting for Commissioner Adam Silver to say, listen, <laughs> if the score hits a hurt certain point in the Laker game, we jump out of the Laker game. Other, other than writing a letter to the president of TNT, what what weekend plans do you have? You have anything? You have anything cooking that's supposed to, uh, non-sports related? Supposed to go for a hike on Sunday. Ooh, where are you going? Uh, I think I'm gonna go back up. I, I did this before. I think that was the first day I went on vacation. I went to Malibu. You're going back to La Paz to go on a hike. <laughs> remember, remember what I told you? Remember I told you there's like a La Paz restaurant, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. That's what kind of triggered it. But I'm gonna go back to Malibu, go for a hike. Uh, rookie coming along. Rookie, of course, coming along. Lady Slee coming along, and then we'll go do that Malibu, that Malibu seafood. The what? The place I told you that uh, the spot right there on the uh, on PCH. Why not go big? Why not hit like Nobu or something? Just go big. Go spend nine hundred dollars yep. on tuna. Yep. <laughs> Here, here's the funny thing. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I won't go to Nobu in this well, specific case. Okay. Because the fish is probably better at this Malibu seafood shack. Okay. Really. Um, okay, let me not pretend like I'm getting uh, sashimi there and everything okay. else. But it's really, really good. And I will still have $860 left <laughs> that's of the 900 probably, If I had to guess, Al, I think that's probably the, the first thing you should have mentioned. As opposed, that the fish is pretty good, and I'm going to save $840 is probably a, a hey, good Jeff, way Can you imagine it. waiting outside of Nobu? And I have Rookie with me. We just went for a hike. I know, we're just, we're just you're sweaty, going, you're just, dirty. Just, we just need an hour. <laughs> can you get me something by the front so people can see me when they walk in? I, I want to I wanna peacock my, my post-hike deal. <laughs> Park my car in the front? No, actually, we're not going to do that. Perfect. Park perfect. your car in the parking lot across the street. So you, you said this to me the other day, yeah. um, that I'm pretty uh, honest with the listeners, right, that about when it comes to ask sleaze when they're doing a good job, I give them a little pat on the back and say, way to go, people. You're doing yep. a good job on that sleaze. And then occasionally, occasionally, when they're a little 
little lagging. I like to give him a little, you know, kick in the rear end and say, hey, listen, you know, Ashley is a very important part of this show, and it's kind of up to them on how well it's going to go. Where are we today? Today we're in the second camp. We're, we're in the second camp. I have a few, and I don't want to put the people that have sent in good ones, I don't want to make them feel bad, but I'm going to need a little more. This is a team thing. You know, this is not an individual sport, so I could see you. You want to give certain people credit, but at the same time, collectively, they're just not getting the job done. No, exactly right. That we need to, we need to bring the floor up, right? Yeah. Our, our our ceiling is fine. We've got some really good ones, but I mm-hmm. need to bring that floor up just for today. So let's get after it. Ask Slee, hashtag Ask Slee. You can send them to me. You can send them to Emily. You can send them to Al directly. However, you want to send them along, uh, but just make sure that you actually send them along because we need it, a few. Is it the equivalent? Is Ask Slee? today on this friday is it the equivalent of eight games below 500 <laughs> no it's not no? that okay. this is this let me think this is like the equivalent of uh it's a 500 team yeah they're the nuggets you know they're they're a little bit better than average right it's just there there's some potential there that if you get a couple of more additions to it it feels like it's gonna head in the right direction that if we can get the asksley equivalent of jamal murray returning to the lineup we're gonna be in a really good spot if, if we it, can get a couple of additions from whoever the michael porter jr of asksley is we could throw that in there and we're gonna be in a great spot we just need a couple of things if Don't worry, at, jamal murray's coming back if <laughs> at 10:40 you're still in the same position is it the equivalent of they're not making the playing tournament? Yeah, well, that, no, because look, look. At, at worst, we have a 500 team. At worst, we we we're, we're not even in the playing tournament. Like we're in sixth place. We're we're we're, we're worst case scenario. We're going to be in seven, but we're okay. we're, we're fine. We 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 are absolutely loaded up there. I have a question for you. Um, she doesn't listen, so I can say this. I think we're going to go drop in on my uh, my middle child, my daughter, who is a freshman um, down in San Diego. Okay. And g- w- give me somewhere to go have, like, a surprise, fun little lunch for her. Okay. Uh, what part of SD? She at San Diego State? State? Yeah. Okay. Um, so San Diego State's probably 15 minutes inland. You got to go coastal. So mm-hmm. start, start. We going, like, Coronado action? Are we going that far? Pick her up. Start heading let me let me give you a couple places. As long as you don't think Encinitas is too far. That's a great spot. Okay, Encinitas is incredibly chill. Fantastic restaurants all over the place. There's an area there, and I actually I can't think here what the street is, but I'll figure it out. It might actually be part of, I mean, it's not PCH, but you know that just that, that continuous street there uh-huh. that eventually will get you going up the coast the whole way. Right. There are fantastic little fish taco places, kind of seafood places in that area. Uh, let me think of another area if you don't want to go all the way up See, to Encinitas. I, kind of, I want to go to a place where we can do beer bongs and get like 25-cent, 40-ounce yep. beers. That's yep. kind, of, kind of what I'm looking for. Woodstock Pizza. Experience. Woodstock Pizza. <laughs> now we're talking. Two minutes away from San Diego State's campus. Perfect. Is that the spot where you can go and have like buckets yes. of beer for quarters? Yes. At least it was a long time ago. I don't know if it's still there. I, I, by the way, that's a pretty good business model, right? Because you're just there's a line out the door. Every, there was the there literally was a Woodstock's in Santa Barbara too, and it was the exact same deal. That that's one of those things though. That what, what is the drop dead date for? Hey, I just want as much cheap beer yep. as possible. Is that like twenty three forty four? Forty four, I think, is a classy cutoff. I think so, that's when you tell, tell yourself, okay, hey, I've grown up. Um, I want more. I just want to be known as a classy individual. Forty-four. I, I can picture you because you're not quite there yet. You just say, "Hey, lady, yeah, sleep." Five years get, left. Get get in the car and uh, let's go. I got this place. They got twenty-five cent natty lights. 
as many as you can drink from 5 until 10. Let's go. Get in the car and let's go start knocking them back. Okay, no joke about this. You know, it was back in the days, $2 you call it. I think that's what they called it. Huh? $2 you call it. So you call whatever it is, right? Whatever's behind the Triple bartender. Jack and Coke. Whatever's behind the bartender, <laughs> it's 2 bucks. Now, granted, they were putting the absolute worst liquor you could think of behind the bartender, but I don't know why I walked around with that $10 bill like, no, no, I'm Mark Cuban. Like, I'm Mark Cuban. This is... <laughs> This is this is the million dollar life. Like this is it. You can two dollar you call it and you're leaving like a dollar tip and the bartender's like, That dude right there <laughs> He's a baller. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> that guy's gonna be somebody. He already is somebody. He hit me with seventy five cents on that two dollar bill. That's like uh what would that be? that's an eighty percent tip. Is this is incredibly exciting. You have to uh, in college. You have no money. You have to transfer from your savings just to pay for these like quarter drinks. Like, oh no, I don't. I checked the Wells Fargo app. I have a I line know. of credit with Wells Fargo. <laughs> just a line of credit. I'm just stacking the money up. Okay, what you don't want to take her is PB. Don't okay. go to PB. Too crowded? What's the? Why well, it's not? just like she's probably there on the weekends anyway. Oh, okay. That's the spot that you go to? Yeah, Pacific Beach on Garnett Avenue is just bar after bar where every San Diego State student Should goes I be to. worried if she goes, let's go to Pea Beach? I yes. know this great spot that's got 50-cent margaritas. Yeah, if she says, hey, we're going to Typhoon <laughs> Saloon or PB Bar and Grill, which probably are both closed. That's how long it's been since I've been out there. Then, yeah, don't go there. There is a place, and, and everybody's got one of these places. There's this place that was in Isla Vista, right, right up just by Santa Barbara, called El Pollo Norteño, okay? And it was open for, eh, let's call it three weeks. And they had the brilliant plan of selling, remember the, the beer Lowenbrow came in a green bottle with a blue wrapper? Okay. You remember that by chance? And it was fancy. It mm-hmm. was one of those, it was an American beer that was marketed as an imported beer, and it was basically just, I don't know if it was a Miller product or Anheuser-Busch, but it was basically Budweiser or Miller just dressed up a little bit. Um, they were selling them slee for a quarter apiece. <laughs> they thought that if, hey, we get people to drink quarter beers, they'll come in, they'll buy the chicken. El Pollo Norteño, they're going to sell some chicken with those quarter beers. They were out of business in like a month. <laughs> they, they, they opened up. I shouldn't they, laugh, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> they 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 didn't know what they were getting into in Isla Vista. Like Isla Vista is not a hey. You know what we're really good at? Finding really good chicken joints. Wrong. You know what we're really good at is finding the place that has the cheapest possible beer and squeezing that thing oh, until man. it's absolutely empty. They were gone in a month. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> that that model of. <laughs> 25 cent beer loss leader right that's the that, that you're, you're the business guy isn't that what it's called a loss leader that we're going to lose a little bit up front on this but once we get them in the house we're going to make it up on the these other items yeah that works in certain models i don't know if that's the <laughs> sell your beer for 25 cent model and, and by the way we thought we were rolling big i don't know what's an expensive beer now like what, what's the thing that is uh, uh the pliny the elder right let's say that that's that's the one that you find oh if it's it is expensive like. Uh, it's mid. mid. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's cheap. I don't think it's expensive. Is it's it kind of more of like the micro micro breweries yeah, like that Stone are Stone IPA? Yep. Let's say. Let's mm-hmm. just throw that one out there. But I, that's what it felt like. And I can drink six of them for a dollar and a half. Yeah, I'm in. Let, let's do that. That sounds like a great plan. So when yes. you, when you, when are you going down as the 
Uh, well, I don't think she's lazy because we're trying to spark. Probably tomorrow afternoon. The, the boy has a baseball game in the morning, and we're kind of halfway there. So we're thinking we're just going to we're gonna pop down and go. Ho- hopefully she's home. Hopefully she hasn't gone on a private weekend to uh, Mexico or something without telling us because always a possibility. You, know, you never know. Hopefully she's when we say, hey, we're downstairs. You want to go grab some lunch? She's not, uh, I'm in um, Juarez. But... <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys some just, other weekend. Just got to say, if my parents surprised me at college, it would be a different reaction potentially for me. I'm, I love that you have that relationship with your daughter, but if my parents were like, hey, Em, um, I'm uh, at the sorority house in, in the lobby, and I'm like, ooh, Mom, I am dangerously hungover. Please do not touch me. It's kind, Don't it's kind of what food. I want to see. I, yeah? want, I want to see how the real daughter she could be in the uh, in the. It's going to be on a Saturday morning, so it's yeah. not like you're dropping in on Tuesday. <laughs> no, I understand. She's not coming back from uh, her lab. She's not coming back from the anatomy lab. It's uh, it's risky. I understand that there's some risk involved. Look, she she may be like, nah, I'm good. When, c- catch me next weekend. Or just, uh, just uh, Venmo me some food for dinner. Yeah, exactly. That's what she wants. Really. How about you just DoorDash something to the dorm, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. See, Adam Bronstein gets me. You guys know Bronny. He just texts me and says, good job on the deep pull on Beastmaster. You guys gave me nothing on that. See, you guys, you don't Beastmaster. Like I know this. Beastmaster <laughs> was on TNT literally every weekend for about 14 years now it was in the early 90s and late 80s but all they had was shawshank and beastmaster those were the only two shows they had the rights to if it's if it's good enough if it's good enough maybe that's what they throw in after halftime (laughs) tanya roberts i'm just letting you know slee if tanya roberts is in your uh take law and order out Let's do Beastmaster. <laughs> there you go. All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance and Sleep. kind of want to start right here. Uh, watching the game last night, mm-hmm. and you, you were working, so I don't know if you got a chance to see this or not, but you know how they do the in-between quarter interview with the head coach? Yep. Uh, they did the interv- in- in-between co- uh, interview with Frank Vogel at one point, and I <laughs> Vogel's been in a tough spot all season long. A, it kind of reminded me, like, Hey, what's he still doing here? Like, how, how did that not get taken care of at some point? And then B, the frustration coming off of that man's face, the frustration coming off of a coach who's been through probably the worst season of his career, maybe not record-wise, but just expectations. It's arguably the worst results. Lakers season ever based exactly. on expectations, and he's your head coach. So Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of come back, and I want to I get into that right there, that just – why, why has nothing been done about this entire thing all season long? And we're still, it feels like everybody is just like, can we please get to the end of the line and start getting rid of people and start this whole thing over? We'll start right there. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Send the Ask Slees. Do better, Travis Lee All-Stars. It's 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I like our people, Slee. 
that when you tell them to step up, they did. Ask for a little bit. Just give me 15% more. And Astley, boom, done. We're good. We're good. I, I still want more. But, see, they responded just like that. Just like an episode of Law & Order that you're hearing right here, it always delivers. The Travis Lee All-Stars always deliver. It could be the Dallas Mavericks right now. So, like we were talking there about Denver, where they are. Dallas is in fifth place, kind of moving up the standings a little bit. <laughs> is D.A. Jack McCoy the uh, the uh, Luca of, of the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks? Is is that what we have? <laughs> do you have do you have one of those shows out? They're just one of those shows that even though you know it's not quite what it was when you started watching it, that you still just kind of watch because out of habit, if nothing else. All right, but I I don't know. I think these still they hold a lot of weight. Seinfeld's on. I'll yeah. probably stop and watch Seinfeld. If For sure. The Office is on, For I sure. will stop and Anything watch The new? Office. Anything that's like they're still creating new episodes of? No. Yeah, I You got something new? I have one and I think I, it's because it's not like everything now is like app-based and it's you this know what I'm gonna, saying like you don't have gonna to This is going to bum me out. And 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 I don't mean this as a criticism just kind of as a statement of fact and Friends. anybody that wants to Friends. No, not You love Ross. The Simpsons. Like, I love The Simpsons, and I've loved it for a long time, but it just feels like it's more out of obligation than anything else at this point. That I, I just, and it's, first of all, the people that are voicing the children are like in their 60s now. So it just it, it feels kind of weird. Like, when they were in their 20s and 30s, like, yeah, okay, I kind of get it. The show's been on the air 35 years. It's, it's kind of one of those things. The people that were in their 40s doing it are now in their 70s. Excellent. It's like, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's got a whole thing. Yeah, I, I, Simpsons, I, I think I've mentioned it to you. I, I'm not a, the Simpsons guy, but I would say Seinfeld and The Office, if they're on, I'm watching. There you go. All right, so did did you get a chance to see what I'm talking about? That, that uh, The sideline reporter for TNT has Frank Vogel at the end of, of one of the quarters and asked him, you know, the, the, what do you got to do to get back in the game? What do, you, what do you make of your, you know, defensive rotation? Whatever the questions are, they're always kind of similar. Um, and Frank Vogel looked like he wanted to jump in front of traffic. He looked so miserable, Al. He looked like he would rather be anywhere else in the world than having to deal with that stuff. And, and I don't blame him, but it kind of it kind of brought the whole thing back. It just seeing his face, seeing the way that they were playing, seeing the way that everybody was just kind of going through the motions. It feels like, and you mentioned this date to me earlier today, it feels like April 10th, their last game of the season, can't get here fast enough for all parties involved. I, I'm almost running out of things to say. Like, I'm, I'm being genuine. I'm, be, I'm being as honest as I possibly can. When the same thing keeps happening, and you're not really expecting a different result at this point, um, I don't know how to break down the Lakers anymore. It's incredibly disappointing. I've said that a thousand times. It's incredibly frustrating. I've said that a thousand times. Um, doesn't look like there's light at the end of the tunnel. How many times have we said that? You know, Kenny Smith had something yesterday where he was trying to talk about Anthony Davis. And, you know, if AD was there, AD was playing for the Rockets, they'd be a playoff team. If AD was playing for the Spurs, they'd be a playoff team. If he was playing for the Lakers all season, they'd be around that four seed. Number one, I disagree with that. But I only bring that up because, Trev, when you feel like there's, when you feel like there's no hope for the rest of this season and you still have 20 games but left it's, it's, and it's every thing. result is the exact same well, how do you how do yeah. you break it down like i I'm, I'm confused how to break it down now there, there is a lot of groundhog day factor in it because what, what did they lose by last night 22 23 i forget exactly what the the number was but it was more, they were down loss. 30 again yeah so it it feels like never mind alan, alan Slee with travis rogers laker fans at large 
did it not does it feel you're in the building every night yep. does it does it feel to you like they've just kind of said let's just get get this over with because the vibe from Vogel during the the between quarter interviews the vibe from the players it just and i don't want to say that they're quitting cuz it's not quitting but there there's a very obvious difference again their ass is kicked right (laughs) between let's fight like hell and see what happens and let's go out there and play and let's get it over with and that's one more game off the schedule um listen 20 games left is a quarter of the season there's still 25 percent left in the season and i don't know why that sounds like the way the season's been progressing all year it's like damn they're already 25 percent into the year oh my gosh they're 50 percent through wow they're at the all-star break I don't know why now 20% left or 25% left of the season sounds like so much season left. Like 20 games sounds like, oh, my gosh, we got to watch this product for 20 more games this year. Never mind watching it. Imagine having to play it. Imagine mm-hmm. having to coach it. Imagine having to participate in it. That Which one's worse? I, 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 think, no, I think, I think watching is worse. No, it's worse. You can turn it off. Mm-hmm. You know, you can decide so can they. not <laughs> – <laughs> you know what coach Apparently we're good they have just gonna it, it, there was a moment last night in, in the game that was so like what the hell is going on around here i forget i think it was the second quarter okay lebron's on the far side he's in the corner on the far side and he's got the ball in his hands and he throws a pass over to the the far corner the other corner right mm-hmm. and i believe it's kent basemore catches the pass mm-hmm. he's wide open he elevates to take a jump shot and he uncorks the corner three. The corner the corner three is the one that they make more often than not. It's a yep. little bit closer. That's the one you're looking for, right? You're looking for a wide-open corner three. That's Yeah, we got what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. He hits the side of the backboard. By the way, he's a lefty <laughs> on, the, on the other side. Just yes. keep that in mind. Yeah, so that should play to his advantage. <laughs> he's got a little extra room. Not only does it hit the side of the backboard, yep. it hits the top corner of the – that ball You have to throw line. a slider. <laughs> If you're a lefty in the right corner, that's not easy to get to. It was a Clayton Kershaw slider <laughs> that hit the top corner of the backboard. And I, I literally laughed out loud when I saw it because of, it was just that bad. Look, I get it. NBA players, as good as they are, they're going to shoot air balls. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna miss easy shots. And occasionally, you're going to miss a shot that bad. I, I get it. This is not Kent Bazemore can't shoot. This was a... what. What is going through LeBron James's head when this happens? Like, LeBron James is thinking, okay, we got a good shot. Let's see what happens. And it hits. It, this has to be such an unbelievably depressing thing for him to have to participate in because he knows that time is getting shorter. Yep. He knows that his opportunities to compete for a championship are less and less as more and more time goes by. And he's getting a guy a wide-open shot, and he hits the top right corner of the backboard as a left-hander. It was hilarious and depressing simultaneously. It's got to be uh, incredibly like Space Jam. incredibly <laughs> demoralizing for him, right? Like, it's got to be – and listen, it, it is for the whole team. You, you're talking about Coach Vogel, his vibe. Yesterday he was asked about something. It was post-game show, and he's asked about – um, hey, would you consider bringing Russ off the bench? He's like, anything. We, we, you know, basically referring to everything's on the table, of course. And it just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, why didn't they try something like that 20 games ago? You know, and, and for those who are continuing to have the conversation about, well, Vogel's got to go. Aren't we past that? Yeah, I think we are. Like, is I, it, I, haven't yeah, we kind of turned right. the page on all that? Like, if, if any of that stuff was going to happen where you felt like, hey, we got to try something new – or, man, we really got to shake it up. Or, you know what, let's go make a coaching change. 
shouldn't that have happened right after the new year? Like something like that? If the if it were if the, the move were to make a move to just make a move to shake things up like you said then yes at this point it doesn't make any difference at, at this point I mean which is why point, they probably won't do anything well well that's it and that's why this is the thing that I was thinking two months ago a month ago certainly in the last several weeks yep. it's I don't I, I think the, it's starting to show in their play because their play is actually getting worse. It's not it's not getting better. They're actually they're getting blown out more frequently. They've lost a bunch of games in a row. What are they they're two and I think two and nine well, in the last I, eleven. Can I say this in in to play off of your point, they um they were down double digits against the Knicks, the Bucks, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Clippers, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Mavs. That's eight of their last nine games. They've been down double digits. And how many, they've lost, what, seven of them? I think they're over their last three, four, seven of eight they've lost. Yeah, so they've lost seven of those eight. And, and I think this is why it looks the way that it does. Because I think everybody, if, if, if we went dart in the neck truth serum, right, yep. if we just went around shooting people with truth serum, which, by the way, I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, they know. Right, and and you can say, hey, you know, you, until we're dead and buried, you can't count us out. Until we got LeBron, got this, Anthony Davis, blah, blah, blah. they know, mm-hmm. and they've known for quite some time. They they now are are basically just running up the white flag of, hey guys, this let's just get to the end of the line and blow this thing up and start over again. Or and by blow it up, I don't mean everybody goes, but let's start the the restart because the, you can't tell me that the way that they've played the last couple of weeks that they haven't just completely given in just completely rolled over because there's no play at all that looks hey that looks pretty good the whole thing is a tire fire i'm gonna tell a quick story from yesterday's game okay so clippers home game so our seating's a little bit different um i'm uh i'm sitting to my right is uh doug Mann, statistician then john ireland michael thompson and uh the engineer and i'm sitting watching the game and it's you know michael and john are doing their absolute best to keep you entertained during the game and every quarter, I'm doing the update. Halftime, Lakers. Did uh, you boo? No, I did not. <laughs> um, I guess apparently because there was actually a decent amount of Clipper fans, I didn't get a chance to do it. Right? Like it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. You would have stood through. out. Yeah, I would have stood would've... out. I would have been isolated. <laughs> Lakers went on this run to end the first half, and I think they they ended the first half on a 14 nothing run, so they're only down three. By the time the third quarter was done, Lakers were down 20-plus points. Mm. In that third quarter, I think they had hit 30. Maybe maybe they hit it in the fourth quarter. Maybe they hit it in the third quarter. And there's a point I'm watching the game, Mike. The Clippers are toying with the Lakers. Like, Reggie Jackson was toying with the Lakers. And you look out on the bench. There's Norman Powell. There's Kawhi Leonard. I can't remember if PG was there or not. They don't have... They're good players. They're franchise players. X amount of dollars is Got sitting on the bench. Got $100 million worth of guys sitting on the bench. X amount of dollars sitting on the bench. Yeah. And they're toying with the Lakers. Reggie Jackson was toying with the Lakers. So to go with your point of, man, that's got to be so demoralizing this, as a fan you're sitting back like, can I leave? Can I leave? Like That's how bad the product has been this entire season. But specifically, since the All-Star break, they played four games. They're 0-4. The Blazers who are awful, have gained ground, and they've lost three games in a row the, since the, the All-Star Bla- break. <laughs> the Blazers quit. Like, they sent C.J. McCollum out. They got rid of – who's the guy they sent to the Clippers? I'm blanking on his – Powell, right? Norman they, Powell and no, the, Norman, yep. Norman Powell, they sent him to the Clippers. They basically said, hey, NBA people, 
We quit. We're out. We want a, we want a lottery pick. We do not want to be in the play-in round. We do not have any interest in well, continuing to challenging float them around. for that. And they're closing in on the Lakers. They've like to your point. They've lost three in a row, and they're closing in on the Lakers. It is it is, it's like nothing I've ever seen. Can can we? We had had this conversation, and we could do this coming back. But part of the conversation was LeBron, the Lakers' future. What is the future for the Lakers? Should LeBron care about the Lakers' future? And I'm talking obviously about this on a on a short term basis. But I, I want to get your thoughts on this, and I think this would be interesting. People want to hit us up on Twitter, um, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa. Trav, w- w- when you mention what's going on in LeBron's head, I, I forget this season, like you said, what happens kind of moving forward, looking a little bit further out there? What's his obligation to the franchise? Let's talk about that when we come back. Stay right here. It's the Travis and Sliwa show on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. She, she slid it in kind of, uh, you know, subtly, very quickly. But I, I, apparently Emily has some, like, Space Jam hard feelings because when I said the Lakers season is hilarious and depressing simultaneously, she very quickly went with a, oh, you mean like Space Jam, and then just popped out real quick. Yeah, Do you, you have beef with Space Jam, Emily? I just think that Space Jam I, it was had so much potential, and it was so bad, and I'm just trying to pile on the LeBron hate a little bit, and then I also <laughs> had it in a rejoin, or not a rejoin, a tease that you didn't read. It's fine. I just want to get all my Space Jam digs in. As much Did as you watch it, Trav? Did you see it? No, I didn't see it either. I've seen yeah. it, and it's bad. Not great. It is terrible. I mean, I guess you go, you go see it with your kids. I was going to say, I think people have said that it's just but it's, it's very kid friendly. The adults probably not as much, but kids like it. Uh, I think just LeBron should stay away from the acting realm per se. Maybe he's a great producer. Like the I don't shop know is about great. that. The shop so, is great. LeBron and Trainwreck. Remember that is an Amy Schumer movie, I think, and he yes, played LeBron okay. James. He was playing himself. He wasn't playing a character, but. He was pretty funny. Well, maybe I, he know, shouldn't write his own stuff. Maybe that's well, I don't know if he wrote the script. He, I, I, don't I think, think he was a part of writing for the Space Jam, too, well, but I don't know. If, if that's true, if he did write that, Al and Emily, I, I, I think that perhaps I'm going to have to reevaluate my, my fandom of LeBron James because if he had his fingerprints on that in any other capacity other than, sure, I'll do it, how much, then I'm going to think well, a little bit less of it. Doesn't that kind of say everything? We're breaking down Space Jam 
in March. <laughs> yeah, he rather can't than be trusted. the Lakers. He's mashed potatoes, guys. Well, rather than the Lakers, it. like that's a, there's nothing left to talk about with the Lakers. There hasn't been for quite some time. It's, well, it's we've just done our best to March fifth. A little more obvious every single day. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And that's some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. That Emily does not like Space Jam is the uh, the, the straight. By the way, let me let me throw this out here. I don't want to, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I'm two days in, no carbs. I was going to ask. Yeah, no, I might as well just be a personal trainer. Wow. I was going to ask. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did a little bit of sleep last night. I um, the boy had a baseball game, like I mentioned. So it was it was kind of late. We got home. We're trying to figure out what to do with dinner, and we landed on that. Uh, let's just find something, you know, let's just throw something together. Yep. And so Susan starts going through the refrigerator, and she's like, well, I have some kale. I've got this, that. And so we make these Girl, big throw, kale, throw it away. Kale, <laughs> kale salads, right? So I had, like, one healthy meal. It's the first healthy meal I've had in, like, five days. You're un- you're, I think you don't give yourself enough credit because you and I have had lunch a couple times. You order – you're not grabbing a Philly cheesesteak, like, at <laughs> noon. I got the ahi when I went with you last time. You make it sound like you're uh, you're you're throwing in uh, an awful <laughs> awful meal. You're, you're kind of undercover, but, sort okay. of healthy. But just just to get just to give you a, an idea, mm-hmm. the night before was kind of the same idea where we just threw some stuff together, and I made a quesadilla that was about as thick as the phone booth, or a phone book, I should say, right? And it had chicken and beans and enough cheese to choke a horse and enough sour cream and guacamole on it it was a terrible you made a burrito quesadilla (laughs) like it's basically a burrito (laughs) that you tried describing as a quesadilla you could barely lift up the plate but so that's what i did last so last night i did had some grapes it had some kale a little little goat cheese little uh rotisserie chicken it was delicious how'd you feel this morning and i feel wonderful this morning i know bro it's like you're not guilty where every no. other night you're guilty. <laughs> and the kale did its thing. It's, it's like a huge win. It's like everything is coming up Travis today. And like you said the other day, I'm looking at my kid, like Mike, I'm like, you know, you really shouldn't eat that. You should eat something a little more healthy. Like I've very, like you said, I've gone to personal training mode in one healthy meal. Hey, guys, do you want to know what I ate after work yesterday? Make one good decision, and all of a sudden you feel like, hey, I can I can actually probably write a book right now. I could write a book and release it. <laughs> me and Jack LaLanne and who I, I, I Equinox like I, should hire me. <laughs> my go-to fitness reference is from the 1950s, by the way. So that's that. put that in my good idea folder, Emily, to update uh, more modern fitness references. I, and I know what you did for lunch, Emily. You sent us the picture. Yeah. from the drive-thru. You went and did more nugget research. Okay, so that wasn't all of what I ate yesterday after I got off work. So I Uh-oh. went to Chick-fil-A. I got a 12-piece nugget meal with Dr. Pepper. That's what I wanted. And then I was like, I'm already not going to work out today. I'm already going to eat crappy food. Wait, wait, why? If you get no. nuggets and Dr. Pepper, I think I'm- right after that you have the enough. You have the perfect amount of fuel to say, I'm going right. to do three, four My miles. My stomach would be so ready. So I was like, okay, I have ice cream left over from this place uh, after ice ice cream and i ate half a pint of ice cream and then i That's fell right. asleep for three hours and then i took a three-hour nap and then Look, i woke up and went to water polo practice they, they, right you that woke down. up at all yeah. It's a miracle. This is really <laughs> just peak health right now. It was just my, my meal yesterday and my everybody nap write that down i want you to go get nuggets a dr pepper ice cream go to sleep wake up and hit the ground running oh yeah well, you, then i was ready to go boss kids at practice that was great just hop in that pool and, and go. Did you put on the helmet? 
I, I, I think I picture you at water polo practice with the helmet on on the pool deck, like not in the water, <laughs> not but in on the, water. the pool deck with the helmet on. No, I, I was actually coaching with a Starbucks in my hand because I had a three-hour nap. I had to wake myself up again, and uh, no, I did not practice in a in a helmet or as you call it a helmet. But uh, the kids had to wear helmets, and uh, they were annoying oh. me a little bit more than last night. Oh, we should do, Emily. Do me a favor. Bring me and Al some helmets. We should do the show in helmets. One I day. will water polo helmets. Just next time you're in, in studio, oh, we should. Let's do it. We should go to a water water polo practice and just see how long we can go for. Oh yes, I I would. Love I would drown. No, I would drown. Like I would need to be. I would need to be in four feet. Oh yeah, where you can touch the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I need to. I need to have like something that. I bro, I drown. I drown. You should have seen me. I told you when we, we went uh, snorkeling or whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody's like, you got to follow the the lead, the instructor, whatever the case. I'm like, guys, slow down. Slow down. What, what are we doing here? What's the rush here? We're on vacation. Look, unless I can get a Jack LaLanne slim suit that's like one of those one pieces that has the shoulder straps, if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll go water polo with that. But I'm not getting in there in like board shorts. I'm not getting taking my shirt off I'll in make front sh- of anybody. I'll make sure that you have a full-on life jacket on so that the kids, when the 12-year-old kids, they're going to gang up on you, put two of them on your shoulders, push you down underneath the I, water. I'm going to tell them to do that. I you should have floaties a- on each uh, on each arm. <laughs> I'm a sneaky, decent swimmer. Not a great swimmer, but better than you might expect. Like, there, there are not a ton of things that I'm good at, but I can, I can swim a little so bit. So, two days in, no carbs, been hungry the whole time. Slept yesterday like i never eaten in my life. So not, not, not even a little bit? Like, not even, like, just uh, you put a little something do in your coffee that might— you, You're on zero carbs. Yeah, you can't— Well, what do you—because uh, technically a banana is carbs, yeah, no, that, but I'm the, not the fruit, counting fr- that. Fruits stuff. are off the table. Those yeah, are I'm not counting those that. Those are healthy. Yeah, you go. So you, but, uh, you're but the rices strong. and the and Have you gotten pasta. mad at anybody for no reason because you're in a carb hangover? Not yet, but it's coming. <laughs> By the time we get to Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I told you I wanted oat milk in that coffee, and that's almond milk, and I'm tired of dealing with you people, and I've been <laughs> dealing with you for, I don't know, five minutes now, and you can't get it right, sir. Okay, have wait. you not had any French fries in a week? Are you okay? Can I tell you a story? What is the rule here? I, I genuinely don't know this. I walked into Starbucks today, not this one downstairs, a different one. Was my coffee there? Your coffee was not there. <laughs> did you ever get your coffee yesterday or no? No, it never, they, but my $7 is gone. I did check that. You owe me seven bucks, George Schultz, or George, what is it, George? What is it? Howard. Howard Howard Schultz. Schultz. George Schultz Schultz. is the former Secretary of State. That's a different guy. He does not owe me seven dollars. What's the rules (laughs) with the mask right now? I I walked into Starbucks. I think we're done. I basically got, like, kicked out of Starbucks. For not having one? Yeah, sir, where's your mask? I'm like, I thought we were done. They're like, no, no, no. In Starbucks, you still have to have a mask on. So I'm like, all right, um, can you guys just give me a mask? Like we don't have any masks left. <laughs> so I just walked out with my head down at Starbucks thinking it's over. I thought it was over. Am I missing something? I too. No, I, not as far as I know. I thought it was over, too. I didn't think that you could get I guess, mask shamed anymore. I guess individual businesses still have the right to require a mask. So I had to go, you know, it's all good. Went back to my car, got a I mask, a came in. And, I have a solution. Yeah. Let's say, for instance, you didn't have any masks in your car. I don't know car. the rules. You take your shirt off and you tie it around your face like an outlaw from the Old West. And you, you go in there shirtless with your, with your T-shirt tied around your face like you're going to rob the place and say, how about now? Can I have my uh, macchiato, please? I'm going to take one shoe off, take a sock off, put the sock over my mouth. There you go. And just say, yeah, just let me get a pike with uh, some almond milk. <laughs> 
Your your choice. I don't know. This, I don't know the rules anymore. I <laughs> your, I, I don't know the rules. Your they choice. Looked, they looked you want at me, me maskless or shirtless. <laughs> you decide. Here's the best thing: is they looked at me as if it was two years ago. Like we both <laughs> look at each other. I'm like, guys, it's over, isn't it? Like I thought the whole city of L.A. It's over. I guess not. Not, not not in Starbucks, apparently. That's the one place you can't do it. The people have stepped up, Al. They have delivered on a Friday afternoon. Ask Slee coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It's typically where I would ask if you want to do the phones or you'd want to do Twitter, but the uh, phones are still being recalibrated or installed or something, so we go straight to the uh, the Twitter version of Ask Slee. You ready, Al? Yeah, can I read one off real quick? Please, yes, I like this. Does Slee smell the weed that John and Michael always <laughs> smell, or is that only Laker home games? Um, I told you this. Remember a couple of months ago where I walked yeah. into the studio, and I was like, Trav, I got high last night. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I got high last night. There is, in our area, I don't know if somebody has season tickets in this exact spot where we broadcast from, but I might as well be at the Hollywood Bowl for the Reggae Festival. <laughs> I might as well be there. All of a sudden, Michael, John, myself, we're all going down eating Doritos down at the media room. You well, guys some, take care of the rest of the game. Here's the funniest thing about it. Somebody's blazing, and the red coats can't find them. They can't find them. So, like, they start coming in our area, and they have no idea where to look. <laughs> it's incognito. They're low. They're low key. They're having a good time. They're enjoying the game. They're watching their Clippers beat the Lakers. It's a. Uh, it's a lot going on. Yesterday, I didn't smell it, but Laker home games, I smell it. <laughs> Laker fans need to ease the pain. They're they're trying to yeah. get to the end of the game without getting too Makes sense. All right. Let's go right to this one, 805 Raider. Yo, Slee, you have discovered a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society Hmm. and can even make the rules. What would you name the island, and what's going to be the first rule you put into place? Slee Island. I like it. Yes, good idea. It's not that good of an idea. No, it's your island. It has to have your name in it. (laughs) All right, and what are the rules? Yeah, no, but the first rule, like, what's the first thing that you would do if you if you could like you're creating all your... valuable resources go through me. <laughs> there you go. Every Slee, every be the valuable guy. resource. I don't care if it's food. I don't care if we found natural gas, minerals, everything. <laughs> everything goes through me. The, I pictured like a kind of a, a Lord of the Flies situation where Slee has the conch and he's just he's in complete charge of the entire island and everything runs through Slee. I like it. Here's here's what would happen. Not too long, maybe about thirty minutes into me owning the island, eight people will go against me and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Maybe, I'm then, out on my own. Then you'd be piggy to continue oh, the yeah, Lord right. of the Fly analogy, yeah, right? I'm it'd in it'd be the end of the world. All right. Darb, uh given the chance. Would Slee go back to the old school briefcases our dad used in the 70s and 80s? Roller combo clips that made that cool click when you closed oh. it. How baller were those? They were fantastic. And then you'd, you know, in any movie or something like that, with the way they would put it down on a desk and Boom. then pop it open. <laughs> and I don't even know what was in there. Or how many different times back in the days where it was, you know what, I'm going to pay for that car in cash. <laughs> They bring a briefcase of cash. <laughs> Tightly wound bills. And, you know, if the price was $20,000, you are like, how about thirteen cash out the door? <laughs> how about 20000 okay, buddy? 
there are a lot of things like from our dad's eras yeah. that I don't like. They, they to get dressed to go to work every day. Like they'd have to put on suits and hard shoes. Yep. And that that does not interest Ties, me yep. at all. Tie everywhere. Like I, I, my dad wore a suit to work every day his entire life, basically. And the I don't, I think I've put on a suit ten times in my adult life. It's just it's I don't miss that. But the little accessories like a briefcase that would be pretty baller. I wouldn't mind. What about that. Mad Men like whiskey at like one p.m. Hey, just in the middle look, of the meeting, have a whole bar cart in your office. We do if, that anyways. If if every day at noon, Slee and I took a little little break to have a couple of martinis, I'm here for that too. That, so that, that would be like great. A lot of fun. Absolutely. Is like presented by Woodford Reserve, like at noon, right? <laughs> We both kick back and just take a couple sips of some bourbon and get the show going. All right, here's Curtis Purdue. He says, hashtag Ashley, if walking down a dark alley in front of you mm-hmm. is six foot nine angry LeBron, he's mad at Slee, and behind him is an angry Mike Tyson, which way do you oh, go? Oh, this is so easy. I agree. I'm walking towards LeBron. Of course. No of question course. about no it. No doubt about it. LeBron, think of what happens if you go to jail because you took a couple of swings at me. It ain't worth it, man. You got a lot going on. Uh, Mike Tyson was arguably the scariest individual as I was growing up as a kid. 100%. Watching Mike Tyson. No I mean, question. obviously today is completely different, but Mike yeah. Tyson and Ali, come on now. Here's the other part about it. As, as big and strong and athletic and powerful and all the things that, that LeBron James is. You can outrun him. Yep. He doesn't know how to you, fight. He's not a fighter. Mike Tyson, his profession is to hurt you. Okay, LeBron James might cross you over, and if he got his hands on you, he could probably do some work. Why but- is LeBron <laughs> posting me up as I'm trying to get out of the alley? <laughs> Mike Tyson's job is to break your jaw. Okay, so I'm not going to go towards no, Mike Tyson you. in that situation. This is an interesting one. Sleep. how many chickens would it take to bring down an elephant? 44. <laughs> Already done it. We already did the whole thing. Science is already there. Um, 444. I have to actually add a four there. It's a good question. And uh, we appreciate you chiming in with that. And I don't know what else to do with that, Trav. It's more than 400. I can tell you that. Elephants are pretty big. You'd need like several hundred thousand chickens to take down an elephant, right? 400 is not getting you anywhere. They're nibbling on the the heels. What What do elephants have? Heels, hooves, toes, feet? What, what do they have? All right, I got to – this is going to be very random. Okay. I got a quick elephant story, okay? <laughs> the floor is yours. So a couple years ago – I think I mentioned this. I, I went on a couple safaris. Yeah. And one of the safaris, the parks, was pretty much all elephants. Like that was like the main, main is just elephants. Have you ever been in front of an elephant – like, I don't think we, I, I, and you know, we're sitting, joking around. You see maybe at the zoo or something like that. How humongous <laughs> are elephants in the African wild in yeah. Tanzania? You know, like you don't, like you can't really comprehend it. And then when you're looking at this thing, I'm like, yeah, I don't even understand how big this thing is in front of me. That's why 400 chickens isn't no, enough. No, it's not going to do it. <laughs> That's it's not, not going to do it. The only thing I've seen, uh, circus, but I don't know. I think they have them so drugged up at the yeah, circus right. that they're not allowed to run around. Uh, this is a n- new name. I like this. This is from uh, Gigante. It says, Lady Slee asked you to get rid of a roach. How do you handle it? I'm okay with these. These aren't that big of a deal to me. We just get rid of it. Um, but you stomp on it? Do you hit it with a paint with a newspaper? Like, how, but like the so, you spray okay, it with uh, raid? What no, a roach you have to kind of just step on, and that's you know unfortunately 
Listen, if it is something else, um, I'll try to figure out. If I can figure out a way to get you out of the spot, because I know you don't want to be there as much as we don't want you to be there. But a roach is there's not much negotiation in this. This guy is going. He's going anywhere. He'll you know he's trying to get out. He's it's survival. It's a roach. This is what they do. They survive in any type of uh, situation. You got to kind of step on a roach. There's no wall. Just grab well, a paper towel and grab a roach. That's not going to happen. When the world ends in a few weeks, uh, that's all that's going to be left. They'll so, survive. Uh, yeah, they're 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 going to still be here. You and yep. I will be uh, long gone. Uh, Darren Pollock, who I believe is the uh, creator of the Astley water bottle, has one for us. This is a great question. If you could have dinner with any five San Diego State alums, who would you choose? For people that don't know, you are a San Diego State alum. Yeah, I don't think we need five. There really <laughs> There's aren't. not five people no. that went to San Diego State that you're interested in. <laughs> off the top, off the top of my head, okay. Am I going to go to lunch with Kawhi Leonard? What's that conversation going to be like? Oh my gosh, can you even imagine? That would be a terrific. I, I, I if I could only have one, he'd be my first choice. <laughs> That's funny that you got excited by it. You know, yesterday there was a play. I think it was the play that Reggie Jackson was just dancing on the Lakers. And everybody on the Clippers bench is up, and Kawhi's just sitting on the bench. But yeah, it's Kawhi Leonard. He's not, the guy's not going to move. Um, I don't know if I know five. I would literally have to do the research. Give me five people. Kirk Morrison, let me do Kirk. Sure. That's my guy. Um, who else is famous from San Diego State? <laughs> it's your school. You tell me. Marshall Falk, right? Oh, yeah, Marshall that's right. Falk Marshall is a great Falk's answer. A, Marshall Falk's a great one. Yeah. Uh, Marshall yeah, Falk, talk Marshall about all the Falk bobbleheads. Bobble every uh, they're still giving out. They're starting to. They're still giving them out of Padre games. Any musicians or anything that have uh, come out of San Diego State? I'd have to any... look. Like I... Gregory Peck. Uh, I'm looking See, literally at Google. Go. Uh, Marshall Falk. Uh, Give me some. The other people I don't. Un- <laughs> I, oh, artists? Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Oh yeah, Herm Edwards. Is a good one. Uh, that's a really good one. I'm still looking. I gotta get back to me. Okay, that so that's her searching on Google. We found yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, but Kawhi, Kawhi, you're gonna want to give he, he, you're gonna want to give him some more room to talk. So maybe only invite four people. Oh, yeah. I think we got the list. T. Gwynn, obviously legend. Tony Gwynn, Mark I know, Grace. I know T. Gwynn. Mark Grace T. Gwynn. is a San Diego State guy yeah. too. So there's plenty of yeah, people. I got to do a job on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's one from Pathetic Randy single. Frenchman. When Slee would cruise the Pacific Beach Boardwalk back in the day, <laughs> would he accessorize with a live snake or exotic bird? You know, it's funny. In all our Astleys, why do the – that's the second or third time we've got, like, live animals. Bro, the last thing you want to do is have a snake or a bird when you're going down Garnett, okay? That's the last thing that you want to do. At least if your interest is of trying to get people's attention the right way, not the wrong way. So no uh, no bird or snake for me. Well, the, the people that are bird and live bird on the shoulder, snake around the neck guy, they just want the attention. And then when you give it to them, they get upset about it. Like, what are you looking at, bro? Well, it's I'm a looking python, at, right? I'm looking at the python deal. around your neck. That's what I'm looking at. You left the house and put a python around your neck so people like me would look at you. That's what I'm looking at. You've never seen a 12-foot python? <laughs> just keep it moving, bro. You have a cockatiel on your shoulder at Starbucks. That's what I'm looking at. That's that you put it there, so I would look at you. That's why. Don't ask me what I'm looking at. That's exactly what it is. Uh, hashtag Get ask a six inch cold cut trio. <laughs> That's a good Santa. Don't sleep on that six inch cold cut trio. By that the way. was that was baller back in the day, <laughs> and you could get pretty inexpensive. Yep. Uh, 
Hey, party people. That's my Francis and Glendale impression right there. Who are we there, kidding? Who get a six inch? You end up with a 12 inch every time. You try to tell yourself walking in you Does wanted Mike a six Budenholzer inch. Mike you look like? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's not a Mike Budenholzer. It is a worst seat. Front row of a movie theater or last row of an airplane? Uh, front row of a movie theater. Because? I can't see anything. Yeah, well, I, sh- I should not be at a theater turning left to, like, watch the clip and then also turning right. And, like, you know, I'd rather be – if I'm in the last seat, and this is somebody who has had the experience within the last year where I sat last seat opening sure. the restroom door for people who were going into the restroom. <laughs> you became a matron. Asking Mince, them as alone? they came out, hey, Fresh I didn't towel. hear the sink. Did you wash your hands or did you not wash your hands? That one <laughs> – wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but the uh, the front seat of a movie, I, I can't see anything. No, plus your neck is going to hurt for the next week and a half. By the way, the back seat in an airplane does have one advantage because you're going to wait for everybody in front of you to leave anyway. So yep. if I'm five minutes behind the guy in the middle, what difference? I can at least sit and enjoy secret. whatever it is. Can I tell you a little secret about the back seat too? You like it. There comes a point where... You're kind of always around with the uh, flight attendants, yeah, right? Get to so know somebody. Make all a of a sudden friend. now it's like, uh, hey, can I get another bag of the pretzels? Sure, no problem, buddy. <laughs> you mind if I get a diet coke? Absolutely. Okay. Like there is, there They're are some advantages. Too. Some this, advantages being in the back there. This came up for Francis because I bought tickets to go see the Batman today. Kind of last minute, I bought it right before when I was supposed to be working on getting ready for this meeting. And I just had the urge to, and the only tickets available were front seats. So I'm paying twenty dollars for a front row seat ticket so I can see the Batman today without any spoilers. So that's that's right, why I need your experience on Monday for about sure. the front row seats. All right, all right. One more from Francis and Glendale and Emily. You'll be happy to know it is a Mike Budenholzer one. So you, we're gonna get it in. Hashtag Ashley. <laughs> Does Mike Budenholzer? Look like he just found out the Clippers have beat the Lakers seven yes. times in a row. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, we couldn't do it, Astley, without a uh, Mike Budenholzer. They swept the Lakers this year. Yeah. Well, they they nearly swept them. Swept them last year. They beat them seven in a row. This is this is not new. This they is not a new swept thing. them with Kawhi not playing a game, PG not playing in the final. I don't think PG played in the final three games. I think you're right. And here's the other thing, and this brings us to what we want to do next, which is. What is the future of the look and who should care about what the future of the Lakers looks like? Specifically, does LeBron care what the future of the Lakers looks like? That's next. It's Travis Lee. Good job, party people. 710 ESPN. Mason, Ireland. The biggest show on the radio on L.A.'s mega sports station. If the argument is Mason is really emotional, I would say yes. Yeah. The reality is um, I ride up and down with teams, but I'm being very cold and calculated about the idea that we should trade Anthony Davis. This is not an emotional decision. It is a we've got LeBron. We don't have a healthy Anthony Davis, and he can't be counted on. Let's put the right cast around LeBron so that we have a chance to contend next year. I don't think it's emotional. I think Laker fans are very emotional about LeBron right now. I don't think I'm especially emotional. Mason and Ireland. Coming up next at 1 p.m. after Travis and Slee. L.A.'s mega sports station, 710 ESPN. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? 
Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light, and give you possible solutions, verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. LA's Mega Sports Station is 710 ESPN. KSPN, Los Angeles. It is Travis. It's Lily. You'll feel good Friday. You ready for a little live taste, uh, Trav? I am. How are you? I'm fantastic. Can How I are say you? a couple things about the last segment? Yes. Slew was saying that you always have to give the 12-inch spicy Italian versus the 6-inch. I love well, that. It was cold-cut trio. Cold cut trio. I like yeah. the spicy Italian versus. <laughs> Me too, Chris. The 12 it's called the BMT, <laughs> Thank you. by the Thank way. You. But the cold-cut trio was like when you're 16, that's when you were. Yeah, I'll take cold-cut trio. Well, when you're 16, you don't appreciate the spicy Italian, the 12-inch spicy Italian. <laughs> Didn't know Emily at 16. I, I had a spicy Italian before every swim meet. Oh, Let's well. just say I have a strong affinity Holy for sp- spicy Italian. <laughs> before the swim meet? Yep, I <laughs> I had to be fueled up. Did, I had did to you win any of these yes. swim meets? I, I was very good at swimming in high school. <laughs> I was goodness. one of the fastest people on the team, and it was all due to the spicy Italian. Oh, that's that's usually what happens. By the way, I got a whipper in <laughs> right now, in. Travis, so I apologize if Ugh. you hear me spinning. Also, <clears throat> don't do that. That's I love awful. Francis and Glendale, but okay. I think we need to rotate in. Francis, I'm talking to you, brother. We need to rotate in a new bit every once in a while. You know what I mean? The Mike Bolden, Bolden I think Holzer. The, the, T, uh, the, T, the Bucks head coach bit, it's not playing in L.A. every time. Uh, I don't know. Really? <laughs> I don't know. They, because it's never about him. It's, it's a just good a challenge. way for him to call somebody a name. Hold on one second. <laughs> Can we change it to Frank Vogel? Sliwa just Sliwa didn't believe I had a lipper in. He just watched me spit into a cup. I thought earlier. I'm like, wait a minute. Does he have? Yeah. No, does he no, have something in his mouth? A large. Are you are you de- are you de-escalating, Chris? Are you, are you descending into? Well, a, I've been here for four days straight. That's so what I'm asking. We still. I think the stream is it still down? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it is it down? Because I feel like I'm starting to get yeah. Wh- it's down. It quieted. We've got down. a seven ten construction week update. It is down. <laughs> 